1: Well, I just want to throw out there the next Nerdist podcast live will be July 28th at Largo in Los Angeles with special guest Fred Willard. Also, just added David Keckner. David Keckner of Anchorman. David Keckner of Thank You For Smoking. David Keckner of The Naked Trucker and T Bones. David Keckner of Beer Shark Mice. So go to Nerdist.com right now and get tickets for that. Now, get tickets for your brain for free with the Nerdist Podcast number 25 with Maria Bamford. Most of that made sense.
2: Now entering Nerdist.com.
1: Excellent. We're recording. We all sound okay? How do you sound up on that microphone there, Maria Bamford? Okay. How you said.
2: Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do.
1: All right, we're recording. We did it.
3: Podcast.
2: Maria Bamford! Yay! Yay! All right, thanks for having me on our show. Oh, Bamford. Oh. I've
1: been wanting to get you on for a long time, and uh, it's just been, like, <laughs> tracking you down and Listen. scheduling. Yeah. And you're a busy person. You got what? some shit going on.
0: What? Happens is I get you know kind of overwhelmed, and then I don't wake up until noon, and that gives me like two hours of good time where I've got a cup of coffee, then I fall back in again, then I gotta go to the gym, right? And I read my copy of Black Woman, and then. Uh, Uh, Turns out, you know, we're all on the same page. We're just using different words uh, to describe the same thing. Uh, And that uh, sometimes things are hard and um, you just got to you just got to let go and let God No, I would uh, want to translate that <laughs> to something else uh, let go and fall asleep I think right. I you
4: listen to Des Ray's and... You Gotta Be the whole time
0: oh yeah. yeah oh no I haven't heard that tune oh was it's, it, it, was it's
4: for, it's, it was like my mom's favorite song from like 93 when it came out but it's just like you know it's a very very good yeah. woman empowerment song it's like you gotta be well, you gotta be Oh, you gotta oh, cool. be, you gotta you be gotta cool be You gotta be You gotta be, you gotta be you gotta stronger. <laughs> All I know is all I know love will save the day Hey, hey, hey the, You yeah. know, the, the lyrics in that song <laughs> so the lyrics I listen to that song, it in the car And I
1: have like an egg shaker in it. <laughs> the, the lyrics in that song Sound like temp lyrics Where like, yeah, yeah Love will save the day Blah, blah, hey, blah you exactly. know, We actually record the song We'll just fill it in With the actual lyrics yeah. Like, wait, you didn't
4: put the real I thought you
1: recorded <laughs> yeah. the And then they're stuck on that song People
0: love it
4: you know, My mom got the had the single. The uh, carves, uh, I miss ca- singles. Yeah. Why?
1: <laughs> what a cumbersome way to listen to music. <laughs> right, fair enough. Here's <laughs> my favorite song. Hold on. <laughs> You're talking to the guy who put out a seven-inch comedy album,
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you have listen Yeah, it was on. Yeah, it's it on, yeah, it on a special <gasps> thing. Yeah. Delightful. It's also on iTunes. If anyone wants to get it. Well, that sounded like an ad for your. Jonah hasn't whatever. gotten a check in a while. People. I haven't gotten. Those five-dollar <laughs> checks a month stopped a long time ago. Um,
1: but uh, we're here to focus on Maria Bamford. Now, Bamford, I, I don't know... I'm not exactly sure when this is going up. It'll be sometime soon okay, in the podcast. Okay. But I did a show with you at the Improv last <laughs> night.
0: Improv last night. First, there was... Lucy came in. he so out the room, my friends. And he did a gorgeous... <laughs> didn't you think that was a beautiful set? I mean, it
1: was cool. Yeah, it's a... You know, Louis, Louis works in a different way oh. than any of my other uh, comedy pals in that I feel like a lot of people will... Or, like, you know, me. I don't speak for everybody. (laughs) But I I try to, like, to write as many things before I go on stage. And I'll fuck around with the crowd, but I don't just start riffing bits. But, you know, Louis is such a machine that he'll just kind of go up with some ideas. And he just finds the jokes. And when he, like, hits a vein of comedy... He just fucking punches it really hard and, and really mines it for as much as it's worth. And he's fascinating to watch it great. As, a, as a writer. Probably. Yeah,
4: I think also like it's watching him watching uh, Paul F. Tompkins too, where it's like, you know, Paul could talk about something. Um, and you see him like on stage kind of putting it through the funnierizer. you know. Right. It's like you see him working it and trying to figure out what it is. And it's always like Louis is always the same way. I remember like back in like early M-Bar days, like they would – Go, when it, like they would go up every week and just like you. Well, Louis Louis develop. Louis doesn't
1: write anything down, or at least he didn't used to for a long time. Yeah. He would just kind of. He doesn't. No, he just said no. He would just oh kind of work the gosh. beats out up on stage.
2: Oh my god! But
1: but, but what was so great for me is because I just I also just did the Just for last Chicago with you the week before. <laughs> but it's been so long since I've seen you do like forty five minutes.
2: Yeah.
1: And
4: it was... <laughs> it was so great, Maria. Oh,
0: good. It was,
4: was so <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, in L.A., we only ever get to see, like, you, like how much time do you do at Tiger you know, lately yeah, at Yeah, you only do,
0: like, ten, seven. Yeah. Seven if I'm feeling... Not feeling so good about it. It's, that, it's not
4: that, a 20-person lineup. Of them. Yeah,
1: them. <laughs> yeah. That's what's hard is because, you know, in L.A. or, or New York, you, you kind of get into these rhythms where you're only doing, like, ten and twelve minute sets, and it's really hard to... You know, it's hard to build your hour by stitching a bunch of ten minutes together because you really kind of want to find like the arcs of things yeah. and figure out where shit goes.
0: Right, right. That would be, yeah. But then they're just, just disadvantage like doing the road or whatever. I get used to you Now I get used to like, um, you know, just that whole machismo element of the comedy club where it's like people are like, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you know the improver, a bar Lubich, and people are like. Hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. No, that was, that was interesting. <laughs> like, I could oh,
4: I that's... could see where someone would laugh out loud even to that. Uh, very much. It's very yeah. funny. No,
0: I mean I mean I've kind of seen Aziz Ansari
4: do it.
1: Well, I'm an audition tomorrow, though, so I'm not really in the comedy watching <laughs> yeah. headspace.
4: Right? I don't yeah. want to ruin my voice for my audition tomorrow. I don't want to ruin it by laughing.
0: Oh yes, sorry, sorry. That... I'm a whispery, whispery.
1: And I'm 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 a loud asshole. So I just I. I... I project very loudly.
0: I know I'm, I mumble on stage, which is great. <laughs> it's so helpful when you really you've worked a long time. I always I memorize my bits and I say them in front of the mirror over and over again, and say them when I'm driving. I memorize the whole. But thing But your
1: stuff is so um, your stuff is is so flawlessly written and executed that. Like you, you, you know, you you're, you're like they're like vignettes. I mean, like you're doing like a theater show almost, in my, in my opinion.
0: Well, that's what, I, that's what I've tried to force on people. <laughs> is, uh, you know, like no, there's no interaction. There's no group. You know, hurrah.
1: I saw you doing some crowd work last yeah, night. I
0: did, though. I did. I do. I do try to talk to people. The improv, I do get intimidated going up there because it's like uh, It's so. Uh, I don't know. It's a, just it, after seeing Louis C.K. and stuff, I was just like, "No boy," but compare and despair. Uh, don't do that, Marianne, We're all flowers in a beautiful garden, <laughs> and the garden um, is growing. The garden of comedy. It's growing. It's a beautiful. Uh, I've seen. The, that's the delightful thing is just seeing new people. I went down to the. Have you been to the? I'm gonna say it wrong. The fuck you show. The you're fucked show. The fuck. Off
4: oh, show? um, holy fuck.
0: Holy fuck. Yeah, show. That,
4: the Downtown Independent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that. No, I haven't done that yet. Oh, yeah.
0: I think you might. Have really it's enjoy the, it's it. It's like a
4: whole other scene. Yeah. It's like these kids have, have developed their own little show and like they all know each other and like they don't seem to like they're just their own little unit.
0: And people are really great. Yeah. everyone yeah. yeah. was really was really good. It's, it's good. I mean that's what I love about Los Angeles. It's really exciting. You see people who are very good and or very committed, you know. So even if they're <laughs> like they're struggling, they keep hammering at it. Yeah. And, and people can like explode, you know, or whatever. Like all of a sudden, they're like super great. All of a, you know, like remember? Yeah, yeah. Just it's really neat. I like, I like seeing. I've you know?
1: always I've always felt like L A. was kind of a bummer place to start to start doing comedy because you started in Minnesota, right? Yeah, Minnesota. Um, and uh, L A. is sort of hard because. It's hard to find real audiences, yeah. and yeah. also and you're starting in front of everybody, in front of the business, and yeah. in front of, like I always felt like it was so much more advantageous to kind of figure out what the thing you do, and then kind of hone it yeah. here. Like once you already kind of know.
0: Yeah, uh, but I mean, Minneapolis was just as like you know people analyzing it and down, you know, saying you know I worked as a. A uh, pizza waitress. And then I would have people, you know, I'd, I'd be shucking a drive and trying to get people to come to my show. And then they'd come. And uh, <laughs> then that and happened. Yeah. don't supposed to actually follow through. <laughs> and then they'd come in and, say, you know, I remember just one older lady coming in and just saying, I did not like what you did. Are you uh-huh. serious? <laughs> that was I used to do... I used to do like an Dice clay impersonation and then it was sort of filthy and so uh, but I thought you know that was a feminist statement right as well (laughs) as uh, you know uh, what is that called Um, uh, showboating Uh, you know where you (laughs) I mean yeah you get to do the impersonation person, but then as well as a uh, benefit from their style, from, from the jokes, which is yeah. what they like. Yeah. But think.
1: then you also get to divorce yourself from it because you're doing a character, yeah, so you don't have to. It's that level of separation.
0: Like I do it imperson- a comedian who, you know, like, are the thing where I, I wish I could do that kind of act where it'd be, uh, you know, somebody saying. It being sort of, um,
1: yeah. you talking about the accessible. ladies, we have a
0: system. Yeah, yeah, like a ladies thing. but the, th- the truth is I am actually using that style in order to get the same laughs that that person But did, you're
1: getting so. two different laughs. Yes, you're getting exactly. the people who yeah, don't yeah, get yeah, the yeah. joke and you're, people, yeah. you're getting the laughs of people who get the joke.
0: Yeah, 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 but
1: yeah. What would happen if you did that character and it became really famous, but you became successful... For the non-ironic version of that character, would it freak you out? Right I think the I
0: love just having. <laughs> I think it's just it. I think it just feels sad because the same thing when people come up to the show, and they're like, "God, I, I didn't really get anything else, but uh, that thing at that thing at the end, that was great." You know, yeah, that was fucking funny. And uh-huh. I go, "Oh." okay but then I also feel good because at least they laughed at one thing right you know so it work it does work both ways like oh that that, it is funny I mean what what that act say is is funny and that um that's uh that's a way to do stuff too I do things out of jealousy and low self-esteem sometimes (laughs)
1: um, don't we all yes of course yes yes that's how I walk.
0: Maybe um, take this glass with you.
1: Maybe you might start a podcast because you feel like you don't have enough control
2: over your. Career. <laughs> yeah.
1: Poder <laughs> simple. <laughs> but uh, but um, I've known you for uh, like ten or eleven years. Yeah yeah yeah. And we used to do these these little shows in Westwood, yeah. California. <laughs> West and uh, but your comedy career goes back even farther. But you started. You started. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen video of it. But you started with the violin.
0: Violin and the and that was just a so. If, somebody, if it didn't go well, at least they'd go. Wow, she's a great violin. It was all about well, my ego, like going. Oh well,
2: oh, yeah. she's great at violin. So what was your what was your
1: when you first started? Like first of all, how did you, how did you kind of? get, And a lot of people listening might already know these stories, but I just for people who don't, um, how did you get into performing? And what what kind of motivated you to do this kind of performance pieces?
0: Uh. Well, in retrospect, I realize it's all uh, a vengeful act, Uh, you know, to prove that I am a worthwhile, regular person, uh, that other people like me, even though, you know, my family was on the fence sometimes. (laughs) So let's start with that. And then then perhaps, you know, part of myself that's like, "Mm, I don't know if this is any good. And then, you know, you get you know because applause and stuff it's like oh oh i'm okay you know i'm an okay person and uh, now but then when the applause stops again it's an endless cycle <laughs> um but uh so but i always enjoyed it before i was, i always like looked forward to doing speeches like when you got to do a little speech in mm-hmm. grade school oh i just loved it <laughs> it was so
1: great did you do a lot of character stuff in the speeches or were you, were you... i
0: remember doing some story where i made up a Story about like a couple of tomatoes and like one tomato was like a, it was like a New York tomato. <laughs> <laughs> and I t- did that on in my f- fifth grade po- pod system. We had a you know we, we, in the seventies they had where the, all the classrooms are open and yeah. then you just go free form yep. from one thing to another. Yep. And uh, I I don't know if I remember this clearly, but I do remember like the, the other classes stopped what they were doing to listen to me.
1: I don't know if that was a fantasy. What 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 was sort of what what was sort of the what what ins- kind of uh, what was your inspiration when you were a kid? Like what kind of comedy did you did you watch comedy with oh, yeah, your parents? Yeah.
0: No, my dad my dad we'd always stay up and watch uh Saturday Night Live with my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad would love Saturday Night Live. We'd do all those jokes, you know, to ourselves over and over again. And that's I totally. Like, that's one of my best memories. And also the same same is laughing with my family, you know? Just, like, making my sister laugh. My sister is ridiculously funny. She is not on her... She has... My sister has a vlog. We're all closer to being constantly, uh, everything is being televised, so you won't be able to tell where the revolution is. <laughs>
2: uh, but, uh,
0: she, uh <laughs> is this revolting? Oh, I don't know. What's on the other channel? <laughs> and, uh, my... Uh, yeah, she, um... But she's really funny, and my dad, and my mom, and so I was, you know, I have a lot of warm time.
1: And are they cool with all the characterizations of them that pop up in your set?
0: Pretty much. My sister and I, I, th- I think it's been harder because a sister, when I, I've kind of made her like sort of a, a cruel persona, which she has <laughs> been, like she's kind of snarky, <laughs> but now she has, uh, she's changed really as a person. You know, she's gone through to sort of a metamorphosis.
1: Well, that's not funny though. Yeah,
0: exactly. And
1: I tried to go with her. her. Being a nice normal person is yeah. hardly comedy fine. I
0: know. Mean, she's so supportive
2: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she won't she won't budge. Uh, so so now yeah, I'm having to rewrite some material of like, uh how maybe I'm the asshole. You know how <laughs> I'm the asshole. So so that's sorta of different and but I think that that was hard for her, you know, to I think to hear me kind of making her a sort of this snarky person because she lives in a, it's a small town Duluth is so I mean and I, I think I'm the only thing besides Bob Dylan uh that gets report you know <laughs> reported about so it's like uh you know people got back to her and were like Sarah have you seen your sister's a person <laughs> and she's like no what is it you know so uh but that was hard I remember one time I did a did a motorcycle rally. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Performing. Uh, cause we, and it, it was a Minnesota motorcycle rally, so everyone was very quiet. You know, nobody was. We <laughs> were just camping. We're just camping uh, and we like to ride motorcycles. And so it wasn't as frightening as that sounds, but uh, I had my dad open for me. I paid him 300 bucks. Oh my God, that's
1: amazing. He did
0: 10 minutes up front, and it was, I mean, he he bombed. It
4: was, was,
0: you don't really bomb in Minnesota because everybody's just sort of politely listening, like.
4: That's a great way to get back at your parents. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Make them do comedy. Here's a mic, get up there. Yeah. He
0: was so great, though. He rehearsed it over and over again, and he did a joke about me, which was total payback because it was like, he goes, Okay, wait, 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 what do you think history? Okay, so uh my I asked my daughter to you know, pick me up at the airport and she said, Oh, I'm busy, I can't anchor my daughter Maria, I can't I it Dad, when did you ask me to pick a airport He says, oh, it has to be true.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I was like, oh, good point, my friend.
2: Good point. I,
1: I, I see the Bamfords as the new reality show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, that's what oh. the, the, the Maria Bamford show was, the super deluxe yeah. web show you did. It was just like, it's just her, you doing all your different family members, right? I like
0: family members. I, yeah, I like, I like doing that. It's fun.
4: Well, Bamford
1: and I worked on Barnyard together. we oh, so right did the back of the Barnyard for Nickelodeon, and uh, Bamford played the next, door, the meddling next door neighbor, Mrs. Beatty. And they would always. What was so great about working on Barnyard is that they, we would do written passes of the script, but then they would just have us improvise, and they used a lot of the stuff we improvised. And particularly with Maria, they would just let her go like <laughs> as far as she wanted to go, and so that character just ended up becoming so wonderfully insane. And it was it was you know like almost entirely Maria just just coming in and kind of like like taking what could have been a pretty like stereotypical like I'm a nosy neighbor and just making this woman like a basket of insanity. Uh, <laughs> it was so fucking gorgeous, oh,
2: play, oh, which is so what fast. you should name
1: your next album, yeah, "Basket so, of Insanity," basket. or so insanity, fucking gorgeous, so fucking yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> one of those things. Are you working on a new album?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm always working. I'm trying to work out new material. I mean, it takes me. It seems well, it takes. It takes what it takes. Um, <laughs> I think Jennifer Aniston said that once.
1: <laughs> you know, it's so right true. Yeah. Right, Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. She was, I was like, I was, I was, I was going to try to do a joke, you know, how I'm obsessed with celebrities. You know, they're just like us, except that their word, moods create weather.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like how, because I read this book about how people go for celebrity because it's a survival technique of biology that you want to look towards the person you perceive as being like the most fertile, physically strongest, whatever person. Well, Jen
1: was like. not very fertile until recently. Am I right, you guys?
0: Uh-huh in the US magazine. Is she preggers?
1: That's what it says on the newsstand. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby bump watch. Uh, <laughs> baby bump watch. Oh, no, I think her actual quote was "my pussy is full."
2: <laughs> Which I was surprised they
1: put that on us. Uh, but uh, just because, oh, my God. pussy's not hungry anymore; it's full of baby. I think was the actual.
3: quote.
4: one of the most disgusting ways to talk about pregnancy <laughs> and birth. It's like out of anyone I know, Chris has just like tons of horrible ways to say like. those it like front poop? Oh, yeah. A, oh uh, yeah, front poop. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
4: or poop out of my front butt. <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah. I
1: think I think on web soup we said front poop out of human or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's uh... it's great. Little... That was always you know. I always wanted to be the class clown, and I was always the kid that would say stuff like you know. My pussy is full of baby in, in school, and none of the kids ever thought it was funny. It was just like a fucking momentum killer and just a <laughs> dude. Like, I, I got that reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. No, it was yeah, never, yeah. it was yeah. never. Haha, you are entertaining. <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't, I, I wasn't really a class clown either. I just I was, uh... because you gotta, if, if you're a lady, you gotta be kind of quiet and giggly. <laughs> uh, you know, people like it when, my, that's what my dad said if you want <clears throat> a guy to like you, just listen. Just listen to them, for God's sake. <laughs> is something going on in your marriage, Joel?
2: I <laughs> um, <Hello>? love...
1: <laughs> you know, you, you're one of the only people I've ever seen get away with dropping the C word.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And
1: it... Fu- when you're... Maria does a bit about her mom, heck, her parents heckling her. Yeah, yeah. That is amazing. And, uh...
0: My mom heckles me and says, Shut the fuck up, you stupid cunt, before I
2: snap your neck <laughs> and, <laughs> <him."> <laughs> and
1: And there's... Usually you feel a chill, like, ripple through the room yeah. when someone drops the C word. I but last night it was it was on fire, it's Maria. Right, it was all right.
0: It was all right. And uh, yeah, and, uh, that's actually something Brian Posehn said to me. And uh, he said, "Shut the fuck up, you stupid."
1: Oh, <laughs> it,
0: was, it was like in a morning, like getting into the van. I'm like, hmm. Oh yeah. Good morning to you, sir.
2: <laughs> that,
1: yeah. What was that experience like for uh, comedians of comedy words? You and three like very specific but kind of. You know, dominant male personalities.
0: It was super exciting because I didn't I've never had brothers, and I would also like I'm not, I'm not I have not always had the best social skills, so I would always just escape like like after like, doing an open mic, I would always usually go home pretty frequently or like I just didn't have a, a lot of anxiety, so I was like, now I'm getting better at it. being with people, we're okay, aren't we? Yeah er, I feel I feel safe, um, especially <laughs> when being recorded um, as long as everything's recorded.
1: <laughs> um, that's, that was, that's what makes it all
2: worth it. Yeah, oh. yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, I just, uh, it was really nice. It was nice to kind of like, uh, and see that, that they you know, they're sensitive dudes too. You know, like everybody has, uh, like somehow, sometimes I always thought that, you know, men are different or something. But they had, you know, they were worried about stuff and uh, had... Uh, Feelings come up and uh, (laughs) all that stuff was it was it was it was was real nice it was real nice and they were very supportive you know and and that's also I think that's also like I think oh somebody yeah had a lot of prejudices Um, you know thinking oh well if somebody's uh, you said shut the fuck up you stupid cunt before I snap your neck in half like somehow. Like he's like really a cruel dude, and it's like, he's like, no, yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> I just I wrote a tag for your joke. <laughs> like you know, it's like night. You know, it was like it was like being uh, welcomed into the fold because that's exactly what he would say to Patton every morning. Kind of like
1: gang jumping violent. by nerdy yeah. comics. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. exactly. So uh, you know, he but, called me a
2: cunt. <laughs> yes, dude.
1: What was like traveling yeah. with Zach? Because I've known Zach about the same amount of time as I've known you, and Zach, it's. I love him to death I don't know if I've ever had a serious conversation with him because when you try to have a serious conversation with him he kind of deflects it and and then and I'm like I don't think I really know you
0: yeah I think I mean I don't I don't super know him very well uh, but uh I mean, he seems like a good guy I mean I could see that he he's uh, you kind of get to some weird like celebrity factor where or you're or like just like I would think maybe he like maybe it'd be stressful to like connect with too many people. Oh yeah, that's well especially I mean.
4: especially now especially yeah, now because yeah,
1: yeah. he's, yeah. he's, he's he's super famous. Yeah, yeah,
4: The only long conversations I've ever had with him have been about music. That's Ugh. like like but once it delves into like you know like growing up like to listen to other bands like that's when it exactly you know like he deflects and it goes into something. Yeah, yeah, weird. yeah. yeah. But I had some
1: really crazy drunk moments with that guy.
4: Oh. <laughs> At his house. <laughs> At his house in, oh,
1: in England. Oh, right. yeah. that's Like we oh, yeah. like just being in other places. I called a cab one night. This was the same night that I asked Mark Maron because Mark Maron had been sober a couple years at this point. This was like in 2003. It was July 4th, actually, July
4: 4th of 2003. Was it at the the house
1: in Venice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Venice, yeah, it was or? the house in Venice. And uh, and I was hammered and I went to Mark Maron. I was like, So you're sober, right? What's that shit like? <laughs> uh, and then I called the cab and fell asleep on the floor. Uh, and yes, then Zach, yes. Zach had to wake me up and be like, Your cab's here. I'm like, Who's a cab now? Like I didn't know where I I was, just a puddle of drool. Um, oh, those were the good old days. There was a bouncy
4: castle in the back. It was a pretty fun party. Oh, I don't know. I just remember
1: Nick and shooting bottle rockets at people. It was a weird party. Yeah, it part. was crazy. You,
4: are you, are you, are you, uh,
1: are, do you mind? Are you on the, are you on the sober train? Or
0: I'm not, no, I'm not on the sober train. I, I booze it up sometimes, but not, I, I don't drink that much because I'm on so much medication. Like, I get sleepy real quick.
2: Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's
0: like, uh, it's not super fun for me. Like, my friend was like, let's go wine tasting. So... <laughs> And I, uh, I'm more of a food person. Like I do like delicious foods, and uh, you know, and also caffeine. I can totally relate with Mark Marin on that. Like he is always cranked up on he's, coffee. Like he I loves am his coffee. Jacked, and uh, I'm trying to get off that. I've tried to get off that stuff.
1: Drink a choice? What do you like?
0: oh, well, I used to be just a did coke head, and then I dated somebody who was totally an iced coffee, and I was like, what? And that is a sweet high, like the, <laughs> the iced coffee. It's like, dude, oh, my God, it's like you're flying. You have all <laughs> so, many, all so many ideas coming in your head. It's like
1: when Troy McClure gives Selma the cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like smoking 10 cigarettes
2: in once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, yeah, I was trying to get off that, because I don't know, like, I mean the philosophy that I seem to adhere to is that whole idea of like well, why are you doing this like is it kind of covering up some sort of feeling you know and it's like ah god damn it you know and I go I don't know if I like I get scared like whatever you know caffeine is covering up that'll be something like you're gonna have to move from Los Angeles and train to become an EMT (laughs) <laughs> because that's what you're meant to do, is to help people in emergency situations, even though you get really anxious in those situations. And probably don't uh, command a lot of confidence in people because of your high voice and your jittery hands. But
1: <laughs> So you might just get that flash of a thought. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, like that. I worry that it will mean that, I, or that somehow... Because uh, I bought a house, and all of a sudden I realized, like, like they always say... Or not they always say, but I thought... The American dream is you buy a house and then you feel like great. Like you kind of feel a part of everything. And in fact, it has been super lonely to like live in a house when you're by yourself. And then I just got a roommate. Sweet. Oh, you did? Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Where'd you find She's where'd you super get your nice roommate? At Craigslist. Oh. Her name's Jasmine. Hi, Jasbo. Oh, I met Jasmine. She yeah, was yeah.
1: at the show yeah, last yeah, yeah, night. Yeah. She was
0: nice. super nice. She's like 19. She's an artist. She's super cool. She already got herself on some YouTube stars video uh, <laughs> that they're shooting in Sherman Oaks. And, um,. <laughs> Anyway, so it's been super, super good. But uh, yeah, and kind of like that weird thing of like everything I've ever wanted has happened. You know, like I'm done. Yeah. You know, like I don't really, there's just nothing really need i you know, to strive for And it. It's like, oh, so, you know, I make enough money. It's like, okay. Uh, and uh, I know these are champagne problems. Um, <laughs> <but at least laughs> do, like,
4: do they come from caviar uh, dreams? Yes, yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> Yeah, they nightmares. Okay, nightmares.
0: Sometimes diamonds they kind of scratch you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! Complain bragging. I love it. I love. It. I'll sit. I'll sit and have complain bragging sessions with people just for the fucking fun of it. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know what they don't tell you when you buy the new Audi is that, uh, the keyless entry system. You know you have to be within 15 feet of the car. It's like maybe I want to be 20 feet from the car. Germany.
4: I hear you. It's hey fucking man. Ridiculous. Hey Matt, how's your Honda doing? What?
3: It's a hybrid. No, it's oh, a
0: hybrid. How so is
3: it's female and it can't reproduce. Come on, biology jokes. Yeah. Uh, no, nature finds a way. I don't know if you remember the chaos theory.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nature finds a way. It there is oh. frog <laughs> and, uh, and uh, uh, Civic. Uh, I also play, a, play uh, jazz, and
3: here's an iMac. Hey, how did you
0: feel after getting your brand new car? Like, did you feel considerably different?
3: Well, I was dating a girl in Santa Monica, and I was driving a six-cylinder Jeep back and forth. Might as well Exactly.
1: Exactly. If you live uh, in LA, you understand that. What's (laughs) funny is
3: I I got rid of the Jeep because it got 12 miles to the gallon, and then I got the Civic Hybrid, and then immediately broke up with her in the Hybrid, and I felt great about it. So it was a very green breakup. But then I was sad because I didn't have the Jeep anymore because I was I'm driving like four miles a day back and forth to work, and uh, but you know what? I'm used to it. Okay. But it gets great mileage. I can drive to Vegas and back on a tank. Wow. Oh, that's nice.
0: That's nice. But, yeah, so it didn't change your all-over mood or, like, feelings about
3: I life felt better and... about uh, not recycling bottles. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. So you... you, there, it there's, evens it yeah, There's yeah. a sort of oh, weird... So there, awesome. There's
1: a sort of kind of weird carbon footprint economy yeah, that you like, go, with. you're like, well,
3: I'm contributing in this way. It's so okay. like, when I'm at Whole Foods and I finish, I'm like, you know what? This is going in the trash. you just like, yes. you're
1: walking down the neighborhood and you just fucking kick a puppy and you're like, hybrid, right. hybrid,
3: right.
0: sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, my friend just said something like that, because I don't have kids, like, that's doing something for the environment. Like, I can take credit for that. Like, I'm not increasing the population. I was like, mm. <laughs>
1: Sounds like you just don't want to have kids. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Do you?
1: Uh, are you? Are you seeing anyone right now?
0: Uh, no, I'm dating on a on a, a number of different facilities. Although I know that that's not the best way to meet people. As I say, the best way, to meet, you know, it's just through. But so I'm i a volleyball group because I enjoy volleyball. Do you and really? I, yes, I do. I do. Bump. Side out. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Spike. Bump.
3: Know. Spike. She knows all the terminology.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I
0: don't. I didn't even know what side out means. Was that means? I get. To it was run a movie.
1: I don't know. It was a movie with uh, Peter Horton and C. Thomas Howe. It was a volleyball <laughs> movie from the. The 80s, I think. Or yeah, the early any 90s. Sport,
4: every sport we had a movie in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, See Thomas Howell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But just
0: to say this, uh, please don't, don't anyone Facebook me about wanting to go on a date unless they live within five miles of Los Angeles. Because, uh, <laughs> I, and I also don't, won't go out with anybody because I went on a date with somebody from Facebook who I actually knew through friends through high school and uh, it was uh, so terrifying. I cannot even, like, it turned out like it was. Really, it was like, oh, this is why people don't give up the numbers, meet people in public places because you really don't know. Like, somebody can have like all the like, this person is a you know has a reputable business, he <laughs> uh, lives in a wonderful home, and are uh, drinking at night by themselves, right. uh, doing you know like I mean, which I'm a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I'm totally, but uh, you know you just go, oh wow, I I didn't realize that you know. Uh, yeah, you do have to be careful, because I always thought, oh,
1: so... I, I can't it, believe that Jack right. Rapington turned out yeah. to be a <laughs> exactly.
0: psychotic
1: individual. Oh. You know, Aaron Foley and I were sitting in the back of the... Who is also a wonderful comic. Hello, um, so good. And uh, we we're, were just... I mean, I watched... I watched... I had to pee about halfway through your set, but I didn't want to leave. So I watched. I stayed. I held it in. Yeah. And Foley and I were just talking about how... Um, like, your stuff is am- amazing on and so many different levels and I love I love the idea that I can see the sort of the sort of self-help stuff that I'm sure I mean like yeah. I know I've I I've, yeah. I've read a bunch of that stuff too yeah. and and I and I and I see it bleeding out and so on the on the face of it, it's very it's funny like the shit that you're writing is very funny on the surface but I love kind of looking at what's underneath like God damn it, she must have been through like 15 right. of hearing that same kind of phrase over and over again about, how hey, you got to love yourself and you yeah, got to let yeah, people yeah, in yeah, you know, yeah. before that expressed itself in your comedy. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah I, I love self-help. I'm a total self-help nerd. I love reading about ways to how life should be lived in a series of boxes. And if you just do a short inventory of your, uh, what are your strong points and your negative points? And why don't you... Uh, put that on a graph and then uh, put it through a um, computer and then it comes back to you and you get a badge and you wear that. And, you know, like... Maria,
1: Maria pretend your life is a file cabinet yeah. and you're given 43 folders and each folder is an
3: emotion which you can file away.
0: Oh It's so, I mean...
3: It's Linux. I know this system.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that is totally... Yeah. Someone uh,
3: should write a Unix philosophy uh, self-help book.
1: Yeah. Like self-help book through Unix philosophy. Um.
0: Oh, that would be. I would.
1: That, that would sell at
3: least five copies. Uh, I mean,
0: I'll read anything. Like the guy I'm in the has...
3: office is the processor, and <laughs> the filing cabinet's your hard drive. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: like I do like autobiographies. Like I like. Did you read um? Uh, okay, uh, Andrea Gossi's, uh
2: No. Uh, oh <laughs> my <laughs>
3: about god. His math
0: it was awesome it's beautifully written but it's all about like the passion of doing something and being super passionate and working super hard at it but it i mean he says he hated it he hated tennis the whole time like he was pushed to do it as a kid and and it was just i don't know i think it's, a, it's a, it was a really beautiful book and i, I love to read i mean i love to read uh period i love to read
4: Okay. <laughs> I'm a reader. What are you?
0: guys reading. reading. Are you guys reading anything
4: good? I'm reading uh, Craig Ferguson's book right now. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, American on Purpose. It's great. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's awesome. We had him on recently on the podcast, and like oh. I was just like, this guy's awesome, and just I wanted to know more about like his upbringing and like like because like you know he's. Like you said, like, you started, like, in punk bands and then went on to, like, do comedy. Yeah. Like, uh, like it's like, in, I you know, I had the same thing where it's like I was in punk bands growing up and then, like, I just stopped being in bands and started doing comedy. Right. And, like, it's a great book. Really good, and really, really good read. Aww. That's awesome. But you have to have the Craig Ferguson voice in your head while you're reading it because it makes it that much funnier.
3: That's the same <laughs> thing with the Groucho Marx autobiography. Oh, really? You have Groucho in your head when you're
4: I was, reading I read, I read uh,
1: Business Strip Bear, the Richard Branson one. Um, but now... You know, it's hard for me to read, it's hard for me to read um, fiction. I always tend to read nonfiction because I want to learn about people's yeah, processes. Yeah. Yeah. And I always feel like, oh, I feel like it's a waste of, of you know, like I could be learning something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, the girl who uh, – I just took on a bunch of contributors for the Nerdist site. And this girl who writes book reviews just wrote about a book called Ancestor by a guy named Scott Sigler. And it looks – she says it was amazing. So I, I, I will probably – I'll probably read that, Uh, but I never, I never, never read fiction stuff.
0: I know. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not a super fiction. I just go. It just it didn't happen. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah.
4: If I (laughs) just made that stuff up.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) If I read fiction, it's like a comic book or a graphic novel. But like never, it's never like if if it's a book, I just read. Like I I love
3: uh, Chuck Klosterman. I've never read his novel, Downtown Novel. I uh, Downtown Owl. I I always read his nonfiction stuff. I just can't. It's like a waste of a book. I'm like, why didn't you just? (laughs) Marie Babbitt, what would your autobiography be like?
0: I, I yeah, I, I read uh, Kathy Griffins and um, uh, and Sarah Silverman's, mm-hmm. and those are both just so awesome and great. And I read all of Chelsea Handler's books, uh-huh. which are, I, I mean, she's great, too. It's just so awesome, because it just seems like, I mean, yeah, she's very, um, I mean, she's like feminist and that she did you know, she doesn't apologize for just like loving sex. Like yeah. she just like, <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, so this, I did it then and then I did it again. And then I did with this person, you know, I mean, that, that was probably my focus of the book. I'm
2: sure she said <laughs> some other things on there,
0: but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, let me see. Uh, I remember I, I have a book that I started working on, which I thought, cause I thought about, um, dep- like I've read tons of books about depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I thought, you know, one where it'd be funny. Like it'd be a funny book, um, but maybe that already exists. So I did start working on that, and that's called uh, "Is Don't Be Afraid of the Dark."
1: Even if it does exist, it does not exist in your voice, which yeah, is which yeah, is yeah, why yeah, yeah. which is why I think you is why I think you should do it. Do Because I mean, I've 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 always I mean I have a history of you know anxiety and and what the interesting thing was stand up. I all like no matter how anxious I could be going to a show, I always felt better once I got on stage. Like it was the weirdest kind of opposite the way it normally works for people like yeah, yeah. it always took me out of the anxiety space to performing
0: yeah it's totally relaxing like I, I, I there's no way you can think about anything else on stage you can't there.
1: focus on yourself and be hyper aware and
0: yeah yeah totally you yeah. just
4: have to be you just kind of gotta be well it's, you know it sounds corny but that's that, true no, I wasn't uh, you know I said it jokingly but that's exactly yeah but you are holding two ears of corn in your hands when you said it and you were dancing around <laughs> and I put my t shirt on just, yeah. like, you, you gotta be strong <laughs> yeah what you gotta be strong you gotta got got be strong on a Friday wise, night, sir. I like to put my B shirt and get my B shirt on. <laughs> um,
0: Damn. Do you, um, oh, this is something that uh, I have to think about. Um, because I don't, like, it's weird. It, like, what do you think about, like, like the idea of like preaching to the choir, like performing for your own crowd, whether I was talking to Al Madrigal and he performs all sorts of you know, and and, and I just go, God, I would like to be that comedian. He'll perform all different sorts of rooms, like anywhere, uh you know, anytime and I just I just get so First of all, I just feel bad for the people who I'm performing for. I just go, yeah. "Oh, I'm sorry, because you aren't going to enjoy this until I get the hang of it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've talked, we've talked before, and said yeah. that you said that sometimes it sometimes it, it gets rough on the road. You know, if you get a super mainstreamy audience that doesn't really get what you're trying to, to yeah, do. Yeah,
0: I feel I, I feel really bad about it, but uh, maybe I should eat more protein. <laughs> uh, that seems to be an issue. Um, I like I I went up at the in Erie, Pennsylvania, and I was just. Oh, it's just a rough week where it was a lovely club, uh, where it's like a, you know, sort of a community, totally, you know, it's packed every night, but they weren't necessarily knew what they were going to see. It was just sort of like, we all come down because it's, you know, so-and-so's retiring and yeah. this is where everybody goes in Erie. And, and, uh, so I, oh my God, I let them down. I let them <laughs> down. But, uh... I also had malted milk balls for dinner. And, uh, and uh, Jackie's like, get her some chicken wings. Get her some
2: chicken wings. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, Jackie Cajun. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie Cajun. Cation.
1: Jackie
0: a, She's a delight to be with but I don't
1: I, Listen, I don't feel like you have to, you know, I mean, obviously there are exceptions to every rule. But I feel like people who try to speak to everyone end up talking to nobody. You know, like you, I, I feel like the people who love what you do are across the board, super smart, introspective Thinking people, right, right. and I think that's a great audience to have. I, I don't think, I don't think there's anything
4: wrong with finding your audience and performing for them. I and mean, that's right, ultimately right. kind of what. Well, it's you're... like it's like a, you know, bands. Like you know, it's like, right. like, like you, the kind of music a band plays. Like you know, the people who like that kind of music are going to watch that band, like the Dave Matthews
3: Band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's exactly what we're
2: talking to about. Me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank I'm, I'm the king of the castle. <laughs> I am the, I'm the, the, <laughs> the the me. The <laughs>
3: even it's your so impression. <laughs> well, they got
4: violins. We so like
3: it do. do. Oh, well, yeah. I, it's really more of a fiddle, Jonah. It's a fiddle? It's really more of a fiddle. I got oh, to, I got to sit in the same care.
0: green room with those guys because Australia, they don't have any hierarchy of who's <laughs> supposed to be in the yeah. room. And so I got to hang out with all the other superstars with the... Who was Luke's? Who's the guy? Who's the Who's the new Skywalker? Hayden Christensen. It, yeah, with him, and we all sat in the same green room. Oh, uh, you're
1: know. better than him. Yeah, I didn't want to say you're better than him. Oh, he, he was, was lucky one. to be in the room with you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not that uh,
1: Jumper wasn't a fine
3: movie. That must have mm. been 2004. What year was yeah,
0: that? it? Was go. Yeah, it was, yeah. How was it long time ago. Yeah, I was in tour.
3: Australia performing in Australia. Oh,
0: it was fine. It was great. It was great, but it's too far, and uh, <laughs> it's too far. It's <laughs> too far and too. You know, it's just like again. It's like unless Jackie came the first two weeks and that was awesome and then uh, I just got to convince people to go with me mm-hmm. which seems to be an issue now you know like I'll go oh you know because a lot of my friends have kids or you know businesses and they're just like well I, the I, ones
1: I who can't. aren't being responsible for the environment have kids mm-hmm. yeah. no, you have
3: a 19 year old roommate that, right. who'd probably love to go to Australia with. but you.
0: would I be somehow lowering the carbon footprint like <laughs> taking, I could take more airplane rides if I was a foster parent
1: no. oh. <laughs> interesting what is going through your head when you start cuz you know i feel like you know we all kind of have these algorithms in our head as comics where when you start you start doing your act and you go oh if they didn't respond to that they're probably not going to go for the next 10 minutes of stuff like where does your where does your head go you know, when you're kind of starting, and you're like, ah, I don't think they're that into this.
0: I yeah, I kind of try to go to, well. Jackie calls it like going to the vault, where it's like, which <laughs> I feel like, like I watched Louis C.K. where he would I went on tour with him a couple times, and he would like, he would just go and do his new stuff, like no matter what. I mean, he does have a really strong personality, very strong delivery, personality. Yeah. So, but, but, um, so, you know, sometimes I just try to do as, as many new ones, and then when they seem like they're like irritated, then I go, oh, well here's this one, I know you'll to <laughs> be So, was a soft, one. underhanded pitch for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your writing process like? Do you, like, where do you?
0: I just, talk, I talk to myself in the car, like on the way I I was talking about how was uh. there's this phenomenon where I, uh, uh, I get picked up by a cab driver sometimes and this is not an all encompassing statement, but sometimes cab drivers are recently emigrated from a country where, if they were to see me in their country, I could probably be stoned or <laughs> thrown acid in my face or, or, or raped with a fence post. And that affects the customer service, let me tell you. Uh, because like, they, I've just had really bad experiences where they'll, like, one guy started yelling at me, took me off the street and, like, uh, to a side road, and started yelling at me because it wasn't going far enough. For him, for a fair, um, wouldn't let me. One guy wouldn't let me roll the windows down. Uh, uh, one guy, you know, yelled at me uh, for a long time, you know, about how I was using a credit card, and I said he has credit cards and I think and It was all seemed to be about like women are inferior. Why is the goat talking?
1: Oh right, you know, right, like, right. <laughs> you so know? you're saying that there's some sort of a regional thing about where these gentlemen. From where they hail, where you're a woman and you're getting in the cab and you should fucking shut up yeah, and do what they say. Yeah,
0: it's kind of hillbilly. I mean, whatever it is, it's hillbilly, you know, where it's like, uh, just, the, the first question is all, and I'm sure women, you know, we get is uh, uh, are you married? I mean, I've heard that, like, are this you was, serious? Kind of, that's the first question. Don't, a lot of cab drivers is, are you married? And, uh, what that means is, are you a whore?
1: Oh my well, God! And
0: then I say, "Yes, I am." Uh, his, uh, he is a marine as well as a mercenary, and you know what? His name is Knife. <laughs> He's a sharp uh, knife. Uh, sometimes I call him Gun when we're just joking around. Uh, but, and then I joke about it, like sometimes. Sometimes I've said I've gotten sort of mad and said they, you know, they'll say, "Oh yeah, okay. uh, So uh, and and it isn't it isn't one ethnicity. I think it's like it's a sort of a. You know, I don't know what it is. It's just sort of like a thing that women should be talking about. Thing. Yeah, it's cab drivers, <laughs> fucking cab drivers. Um, you know, and I'm wearing something sleeveless, and that
1: is asking for it. <laughs> and, hey, what are uh, you uh, showing your forearms for? Your slot? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I kind of, I kind of wonder it because it's like, uh, then, then I, what I do is I'll say, "Oh, uh, will you doing?" on?" And uh, I'll say, "Oh, i am a... I'm a, and I, do, I regret saying it because I say I'm a comedian and then they go through a whole you know things of like oh you've seen everything so then they take out their cell phone and show you know pictures of uh, uh, Tiger Woods dancing to I like pussy yeah it's funny or reiterating uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy's uh, act from 1985 of you know faggots how they put their dick in a hole <laughs> The thing about the faggots is so fucking funny. You've seen everything,
1: though. And <laughs> I, mean, I want
0: to see everything, my friend. And, no, what, um, what, what
1: are you going to answer when they go, What do you do, DEA?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a, well, that's a good So idea. Tell me you work for the government. Yeah, we're tell
1: fine. me you fucking work for the government and they will not bother you.
0: Yeah, that, well, I mean, that's true. Now I say I'm a bookkeeper.
1: And no, this no, is too obvious. Oh, okay. DEA yeah. is like fucking hardcore enough and it's a weird thing to say. I don't think. I think INS would be the, the one that they'd be like, ah, you're fucking with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. DEA, I feel like, is specific enough. Yeah, to DEA will like, have a gun. Glad we worked yep. this out, guys.
0: And I, and, and, I don't think, and I don't think it is, because I'm sure there are white Americans who would be kind of the same way, like, you know, that same sort of thing of, like, wh- why is a woman out traveling uh, by herself? What
1: you need to do is um, get yourself a gun badge, decapitate yeah. one, hang his head from your purse, ah. then no one's going to say anything when you get in their car. <laughs> Exactly. Then that's that's the problem. What, who's married what now? Who's married to whom now? And you can just kind of indicate
3: to the head. Chris Hardwick, problem solver.
4: That's right. <laughs> I'm just a guy that feels like decapitation solves everything. I'm sure, my answers will get you arrested. But their answers, who else hey. has got one? Hey. <laughs> well, you guys aren't chipping in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, Yeah, so I was trying to write a joke about that. You know, about like saying, you know, like what... And the f- hilarious thing is that I never say, like, because I had some friends I was talking about, and they are like, oh, yeah, just, because Fred had so much friends, she was just like, I told them, you know, you know, f- fuck off, and you're not going to get a tip or whatever, and I'm going to call it a taxi issue. See, of course, what I do is I go, I overtip them, and then I'm really nice, because I think, I feel, part of me is I'm afraid of them. Right. And then uh, part of me sort of, like, feels sorry for them. I'm like, oh, well, I just, uh, you know, maybe they're going to learn about the country and there's <laughs> a new
1: experience for them. And, the you the know, apologist for the asshole. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, He's
1: really nice when you get to know him. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, it's totally like, uh, well, why did I, you know, why do you stay in a relationship with someone who yells at you all the time? Like, oh, uh, and
1: he's right. <laughs> uh, I I do I tremble a lot when he's yelling at me. That's <laughs> true. It's me.
0: I'm such a dummy. The way my face looks.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I love? My I think. I mean, I mean not to. I this doesn't make it weird. You might be my favorite comedian.
2: Oh, that's for kind.
1: I mean, of like this. like genuinely, oh. genuinely. And and but but my favorite thing about your material is that. It is, it is, unstealable.
2: There is no
1: fucking way.
4: He's tried. He's tried. Yeah.
0: No, no that is, well, but, I mean, all ideas, we all have the same ideas. We're all having generally the same experience, you know, so it's like, I always think, even if you have the exact same idea, because I had somebody, we had the same ideas, and a young lady who had a hilarious idea that I had as well, about how, um... You, know, I'm in an abusive relationship, but it was with myself. Um, I know I seem charming when we're together, but you know, when it's just me, sometimes all of a sudden, I, and I don't, I can't predict it. I'll just start yelling at myself. Why don't you go to the gym and have a baby? <laughs> and um,
2: you know, you just think, <laughs> well,
0: you know, like then you just develop the shit out of it until it is unrecognizable from anybody else. You know, like that's what I want to know about yeah. you. It's
1: how you. So, uh, uh, do you? So you, you. A lot of this you work out kind of in the car. Do you, do you ever sit down to write?
0: Yeah. yeah and I'll tell me and Jackie will do like a joke we'll go okay I'm doing and we'll not we'll ask for tags or not I'd say I don't want any feedback on this I'm just saying it aloud you know because that that's hard when somebody like gives feedback but it's like it's too it's a fresh baby you know and um I can't read yet
1: and, uh... <laughs> right when the baby comes out of the womb. Yeah. Oh! Ooh. You gonna
0: fix that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. It's, it's only two minutes old. <laughs> exactly. Is already full Put some clothes yeah, yeah. on that. You probably want to cut that cord off in yeah. the middle. Right. Well, yeah, but it's gonna happen.
4: Yeah, I just you It's exactly. gonna give a little bit of time. So what? it's gonna look like that forever. No, it's gonna grow oh, into yeah, yeah. a person. I'm not seeing that happen in front of my so. well. I don't think so.
0: I mean, I guess you could... I just would shelve it. I mean, yeah. I just people See might what not like it. First impressions last a lifetime. See yeah. When right. <laughs> my, my mom will say like sometimes I can't tell my parents jokes, but my mom said Oh, that needs a lot of work. <laughs> like that premise or whatever. Uh, but uh, my dad, my dad. I don't know if I like. I have a dad who's like a workaholic. He'll be up from like four a.m. to like seven p.m. Just working, working at a job, but then also at home at night. He'll bring home stuff and. What's he do? It's an unhappy. Uh, no, no. I, I, but he loves to work. But I think he has some. He's a dermatologist, but he also does studies on the side and does all sorts. Of, it's a little less now that he's getting older, but. Uh, But, like, yeah, I was just, I would try to write a joke about that, about, like, uh, but it seems sad now. It's a little too sad. Like, people kind of go, oh, but I'm trying to work on that, like, saying, uh, my, my dad, uh, uh, is always, you know, give me a hard time about my work ethic. Oh, so are you going down for a nap or just coming up from a nap?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dad, oh, no, you, Were you taking a break from your vacation? Dad, I'm traveling. Oh, sure, so you're on sabbatical. Dad, oh, no yeah, I get it. You sat around bars for years, you know, eating French fries with your friends, and now you found a way to get paid for it. <laughs> Dad? I don't want to talk to you. Oh, you're going to hang up on your poppy.
2: You don't want to talk to you, you talk to
0: No, I'll talk to you. Yeah, what else are you going to do?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I've told that joke and some people like get a little bit sad, you know? like It's like the tra- jokes transform of like, oh, where it's like, oh, okay. You know when you start with the initial emotion and it's like, I sound too mad or sounds too sad you know or something like that because when I was telling that before it was like my friends like oh oh the way I was telling it before wasn't any good but I like I like how jokes develop you know it's fun do you do do
1: you do you you kind of do you ever riff tags on stage or do you go up like totally you know exactly what's gonna come out
0: uh, I know pretty much but sometimes yeah, I guess I mean I wish I would let myself be more surprised you know to like trust in the uh in the moment, in the universe, in the l- wind blowing in the trees, it affects <laughs> us all. Um, are you working on any jokes?
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah, more so now that I have in a while. But, like, uh, I just, I don't... I don't write well when I just sit down and write. I write yeah. the worst things I've, I I could ever do if I just sit down and write. So I I have ideas and then I take them on stage and then oh, play with them. Okay. Yeah. With the with I had this I had this conversation with Steve Odekirk, who was creator of Barnyard.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, and right.
1: Steve was saying he thinks it's important to sit down and and write those shitty parts because he thinks it loosens up the machine. Yeah. For you to get to the stuff so that later on you'll have an idea in your car. But that was probably shaken loose because you actually did sit down and force yourself to write, no matter how bad it was. And, and
4: there's a weird thing too. Like I actually found one of my old notebooks, uh, and I was going through it, and some of the stuff I know I tried and it would like crash and burn. But like seeing it now with you know years of you experience, ready for it yet. I wasn't ready for it yet. So seeing stuff now, I'm just I'm like, oh wait, no, I, can, I think I can figure this one out now. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Do you ever go back to the old books? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll go through and dig through a lot. I mean, a lot of it's really painful. Where you're like, oh my god, this yeah. is, what was I? But everyone, once in a while you'll see yeah i think it's really important to to dig through the old stuff see
0: i throw away all my notebooks as soon as they're filled. are you serious i throw them all away
1: wow do
0: you really yeah that's fascinating i have a box of
1: old notebooks you just throw them away why i throw them away
0: because i i don't i think it yeah i don't know i throw stuff away i know i was thinking about it myself because i know it would be interesting to look back
4: well, it's neat too, because like you know, with other experiences in your life, you end up looking at something that you wrote down when you had one angle at it. And now you have two or three different like views. It's, just, it's, of it's it.
1: sort of it's sort of a weird psychotic diary. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> no. just to like to see what your brain was trying to you know like express at the time.
0: It is good. I don't. Pardon me, I think, I just I don't like clutter. I don't like stuff sitting around. You know, like so uh, well, that's good. I like that. Like, what happens when you're working something out on stage and like you just totally. Lose because that—that is my fear. At least I feel like if I have yeah. something planned out, even if people are on board, it's like, well, I have a plan, mm-hmm. and I did a nice plan, and um, <laughs> you know, they can see that I baked these cookies. They're
2: made of shit, but they look <laughs> like cookies.
4: <laughs> um, I if it, if I if I you know go into it turned out a dead end. I just yeah. you know and it just pitters out. I just go well, and then I start <laughs> the next thing. You know. Yeah. There's like – there's there's nothing – you know, I, I – because so many of the shows in LA too aren't like really like a professionally shows. They're just – they're at bars and they're laid back. I don't
1: think you have to justify it at all. I think as long as you – I mean ultimately I think the crowd is – they're there to sort of be led a little right, bit. Right. I mean like you're forming a relationship with them but they want to follow you. Like that's why yeah. they're there. So if you don't – I feel like if you don't go – oh, screech, yeah. you know, and, like, if something doesn't play, I think if you just kind of gloss over it and jump onto something else, they're not going to – They
2: don't care. I don't, yeah. yeah, I
1: don't think they'll really care if you don't If you don't land yeah.
4: on it for but too you long. But you can get some laughs to get out of the situation by commenting on that moment. Like, uh, like it's sometimes at the improv, like, that, the kind of crowd that, like, well, like, if you take it one step too far, they'll – step back, you comment that they took a step back, you get a laugh, and then you right. just move on from it. Right, 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 right.
0: I know, and I do love that. I love that right. when somebody just says what is happening, you know, because I, I think I have a hard time say, I don't know if that's because of culturally how I grew up, it's like, let's not mention what's going on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the danger, though, is always that if, because in your mind... You're not you're not always the best judge of how your materials like how people sometimes you think people don't like you and sometimes it's they're listening or they're trying to hear. Yes. And so then when you go into well, this was a big pile of failure. Yeah. Then everyone is just kind of like, oh, I you was wasn't like, yeah, feeling yeah. that. And then you're, t- you're, you're telling them that it sucked. And then they're like, oh, not, I mean, but I totally hear you about the honesty yeah. thing. Uh,
2: like,
4: yeah, I like, I like even like just like, you know, like getting up on stage and like commenting on the room right away because yeah. it kind of brings everyone into the now of the show. You
0: know? I like the, And I always feel like, oh, this person's really here. Like They're not just phoning it in going, I'm going to recite to you, which is something like, okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it today try. at takes. I'm at Tykes? Tykes? T-A-Y-K-S.
4: T- oh, t- 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 oh, at the... Tay. Uh, Tay. T- 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 it's Tay, I believe. I'm not French. <laughs>
0: French Toast. French Toast, 8.30 p.m. Really? French Toast at sun, uh, Sunday nights. is uh, That's what it's called, that show. At I didn't know there was a show
4: there. Do they serve French toast?
0: Um,
1: I don't
4: know. Is that uh, from? Or is it a French toast? Like, no. oh, do your elves? Oh, they uh, they, yeah. The last week they had like Kyle and Bronger on it or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Like, I heard yeah. it's good. Yeah, Kyle yeah, can no. name Matt Bronger. Yeah, sorry. Just for people listening. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, they're very, they're very gifted and talented as well. <laughs>
1: um, what are your sort of? Uh, what what are your? Do you, you know? Because you, you earlier you said, oh, I feel like I have everything I need. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. have sort of long term? I mean, it's it's it's. Baffling to me that you're not on a show like you you are you would be such a perfect character on a show like you like, I'm surprised that you're not on something right now.
0: Well, that's what I keep telling the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's good that he's on my side because he has a plan for sure. Um Marie, I, uh, I'm going to let
1: you uh, do some, uh, I want you to do
4: some road work. I'm going to slide you into a sitcom. <laughs> no, that's the best Jesus Christ voice. So it sounds, right? he talks like.
3: Maria, Maria,
4: take it from me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus, you've gained weight. I also have diabetes. Diabetes.
4: <laughs> they deliver a diabetes medication to uh, uh, Lord Jesus Christ. When uh, you only saw one footsteps in the uh, <laughs> in, in the yeah, sand, because I took a break on a diabetes. rock. Well, that's because my foot was sawed off because I got diabetes. diabetes. And uh, uh, because
1: that have you been.
0: were carrying me because I got real tired. <laughs> uh, I was riding you like a. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there's the equivalent of footprints in the sand in other religions. Did you know that? Like there's one about. I can't remember this Hindu or Buddhism where it's like, um, there was the statue that's dirty of Buddha in the corner, in the center square, and then somebody rubbed next to it and it was gold. The center
1: square, actual, like mean? or
0: wherever where, where, you know the village where
1: Paul Lind used to sit. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. center square. Yeah.
0: And then somebody rubs up against it, and it's actually solid gold. And the thing is like, oh, you don't notice what's a treasure beneath you or something. Well, all
1: like of that. it. Like, if, I mean, if you you know if you trace back, all the mythologies cross over. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, right, like, right. You mean You're that. All the
3: religions. Yeah. For real? You mean the facts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went Catholic school, yeah. and you mean facts? Yeah.
1: <laughs> They probably won't teach you oh, all of the,
3: the parallels between oh, the nativity Jesus. and the Mithraism. I don't know what you're... All right. <laughs> you mean when the baby Jesus was born? Yes, yes, Matt. When from the baby Jesus was born.
1: I don't know, sir.
3: Presence. Wow, I've never seen a At so much world At a time of the year crowbar. when there weren't yeah. shepherds out. And the Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you cry? I'm from Boston
4: and I don't believe in Jesus Christ and Dave Matthews. And the Red Sox
3: as well.
0: Can I pitch to you guys my show that I would like to do? Go. Please. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what's happening? Uh, I'd like to do it. Okay. So, but I don't really know what it would look like because I, I want to collaborate with somebody, and I was trying to get um, you know, Neil. Uh, who's who's married to Jen Kirkman. Then Neil Mahoney. Mahoney, yes. Mahoney. was a delight.
1: Now, Maria, uh, I'm a network executive, and oh. as as such, I lack a lot of imagination that oh. most humans possess, so you're really going to have to paint the picture for well, me.
0: Well, I actually paint a picture. That's oh. what I do for the show.
1: Well, I can it's see weak. that. It's called Ross, the girl. Wait, there's no orange in this painting, are you? I hate orange. I will never pick up a show with orange in it.
0: It's whatever you want it to be. It's a modern art piece. Um, no, uh, so, I don't like that okay so the okay maybe i should but okay so the idea is it's a neighborhood uh sitcom where i live with the same you know people in sort of a cavalcade of characters or whatever but that are in my head uh but there's only one person that in the series that acknowledges it that uh who's my roommate that i'm actually not living in the sitcom and one of the characters is a monster who is what's so called me my mom and a monster and um <laughs> The monster lives in the garage, and um, and then each episode the monster is something else to everybody. Like the monster, you know, represents, you know, whatever like racism or mm-hmm. uh, the environment or some huge, co- you know, it's whatever people put on it. Um, you know, uh, is the
1: monster a physical rides. character in the
2: in the show? Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah, and I play the monster as well, and then the monster is whatever you think it is, but it's you know I'm playing playing it, uh, and it's always in the dark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a Doogie Howser moment where it's like, it's my diary where I talk to the monster and, uh, and the monster doesn't say anything for the most part, you know, just gurgles and spits and stuff like that. And, uh, then, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, there's some, uh, yeah, there's new, you know, different characters. It's sort of like the Brave Ever show, but I was thinking with, with outside characters coming in yeah. who... So, uh, not all of them acknowledge. Only one person acknowledges that it's in my head, but everybody else is on board. It's like, hey, how's your mom? And I'm like, well, she said, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. you know, so
1: is it sort of United States of Terror?
0: Yeah, yeah, but but no. Um,
1: I don't want <laughs> to. Not United say, States of terrible. Right. But yeah,
0: <laughs> but I don't. I, I don't want any. Rep- you know, yeah, mental illness or like there's something wrong. You know, it's just like uh, that. I'm just. It's something I do on Sunday nights. You know. When I'm at home,
1: I wish I had a pile of money to just give you a show. I would love for you to. Just, can you just go shoot? Can you just go well, shoot some yeah, stuff?
0: Yeah, I think this is what I was going to do. I was going to try to meet with uh, Neil Mahoney for lunch. I was going to take him out for lunch. And then I said, Hey, if I give you a thousand dollars, you know, would you shoot this one thing maybe and add your creative content? Neil, are you listening?
1: If Neil, if, if Neil does not shoot your show, I guarantee you that. We could find someone okay. to shoot okay. to shoot your show. I okay. think he's a good I, choice. Uh, though. Neil, I, I, no, I'm, a, yeah, no, 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 I'm okay. saying he might be if, if he's busy. Like if, nice. if, if if he if he's working on something and he doesn't have any free time, I would produce your show for you. Oh, I I no, I, I, nice. I would. I would just give you Captain money. Free Time just thought. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would just give you, well, I'm a producer, I don't have to go there. I just throw money at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i just okay, like, yeah. here's your money. Yeah. Yeah. Just go make a thing and give it back to me when yeah. you're done.
0: Well, in that case, I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> One is just called
2: Fudge Shop. And I just oh.
0: go and visit a Fudge Shop. And each day they have a new flavor
3: of fudge. Do you me? need a fat sidekick? <laughs> yes, I do. I yeah.
4: Good, because I'll wear a fat suit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Crash into magic. <laughs> <laughs> turned evil.
0: Jennifer McLean and I were thinking of doing it. We uh, we're obsessed with this idea of just doing a show where it's just um, it's, it's an hour long and it's a series and it's just called Fancy Farts. <laughs> 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 and it's just and it's uh, wherever it's just situations. People, whatever that you might perceive as fancy, and then at some point <laughs> there.
2: there's a big. I like. Voice. I, wanna, I, I can
4: see the title card now. It kind of like has the animation of Mad Men, but it's like someone farting, and then like it kind of <laughs> a mist comes out of their butt and goes into calligraphy. Well, <laughs> for, you know, Mike Furman used to record all of his
1: farts onto, uh, onto a like a, like a like a micro cassette recorder, or no, I like just on a like, some digital recorder. And so what we started doing was we started naming them. 'Cause they were they all had different personalities, so like if you looked under the who me you'd hear <laughs> and they were all actual they were all his actual farts. They were all his actual farts. So it was actually a fun exercise to go through and kind of anthropomorphize them. Oh, we had oh, so much great. fun. Maria, I'm, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna launch Nerdist.TV. TV. Okay, Nerdist and, oh, I, oh and I'm God. gonna produce your show, okay, and then, ahead. and then we're gonna sell it because you need to be on television. Okay,
0: okay, I will do because uh, all. Okay, all I need to do is the Neil Mahoney, and then, uh, yeah, I'll just start. I'll start writing it right now. I mean, it's already, I already wrote one, uh, one episode, but um, yeah. So I'll get you the script, and then, uh, and I, I always try to do things, uh, with no nothing. Uh, cause I mean the, it, you could just use your imagination, right? Who needs props when you got fingers?
1: That's right. And hmm. then uh, <laughs> that sounds like an old vault that, that's like an old vaudeville
3: uh, yeah, no. maxim. Yeah.
1: Who needs props when you got
0: fingers? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, I read that in the Groucho book.
0: Yeah. 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 all these kids today with their amplification and their lights
3: all you needed was yelling and fingers (laughs) then we were making $32 a year (laughs) yes the big time
0: (laughs) instead of talking to people we just poke them
1: (laughs) even our rats had rats
0: Okay, oh my god, that is so delightful. This is all happening, you guys.
1: Yeah, we're, it's we're, happening
0: so fast. We're, we're gonna make it happen.
1: You're you're a superstar Marie. You need to be goddamn fucking
0: Okay, okay. We it's... make
1: dreams happen
4: on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this
0: is really exciting. Not no. our dreams.
4: None of our dreams happen. Yeah. No. Okay,
1: wait a
0: minute. Well, yeah, but you guys wanna be in the show? Because I need to have people in the show. You
4: see? Yeah, I already said I put on a fat suit. Okay, <laughs> well, but I'll be I'll be uh, fat neighbor Matt Myra. No, Jonah, Jonah. What? I will stand on an apple box behind furniture and I'll be Jonah. Oh, great! Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't believe that. I'll be me too. I'll be be you as well. I'll be the crazy uh, cow. You just threw threw Matt Myra under the truck.
1: (laughs) Real hard.
4: You're gonna be stepping on each other's jokes. (laughs) It's gonna
1: turn into Will and Grace all of a sudden. Joe's gonna be the Deborah Messing. Oh, that's okay. Ouch! Ouch. Have what?
0: you ever had I'm your? I'm gonna be uh,
3: Harry Connick Jr.
0: Have you ever had your dog um, ask uh, ask if it needs representation? Have you ever had that happen? Someone
3: ask you? if Yeah, your
0: dog... no, no, not my dog. I was I went to like a dog thing, a dog event, and then there was this dog agent there. And of course, I was trying to sell hard, for awesome. I was putting her on the you got two pugs. Dog block, and uh, yeah, two pugs. But uh, apparently, she was too old. Oh, does that sound familiar? <laughs> and, uh,
2: and
0: then, uh, then they saw my friend's dog, who was not interested in a show business at all. A mutt. A terrier. And they were totally interested in that. Dog. I don't know. I'm
1: that's just... how it happens. That's and how Millhouse got funny. Fallout Boy. That's well, how Millhouse got the role of Fallout Boy. That's right, he yeah. He didn't want to be Fallout Boy. He wanted to be Fallout Boy. And they gave him the role anyway.
0: It's when you don't want it that that's when you get... uh um, when you leave. It's when you're... A... Wait, uh... so
1: the lesson is it's when you're a dog who doesn't have any understanding <laughs> of human construct in Hollywood. Well, you can tell when they
4: want it, though. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah.
1: You can win Puffing out their asshole a little oh extra hard, with their tail curled up over. You know, you know, they know what they're doing.
0: That's all I feel about relationships. That relationships is, feels like Holly, <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood. Oh, is the dog
4: obedience? Scott really wants in. Oh, he's barking on Hollywood. Scott's barking. He yeah, he wants in on Hollywood. Well, you can see the
1: Hollywood
3: sign from my yard. Scott barks at the Hollywood sign sometimes. <laughs> yeah.
4: Like, what did I do? What do you <laughs> need <laughs> from me?
3: And then he jumped off, like that guy from Family Affairs, Mom. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Just
1: like that guy. <laughs> Benford, where are, uh, on the internet, now, there has been a huge call to get you on Twitter, but I feel like you're going to be unswayable in this, uh, in this matter. I
0: just don't know what I would say. What would I, you know, I would say, I know I could write funny things, right? But then the problem is then, I know a lot of people are writing very funny things, and I got a right to work on them to... But maybe i'm falling behind in the loop.
1: No one has your point of view. You know, you shouldn't twi- you shouldn't be on twitter if you feel like it's a chore. Yeah. But yeah. i know that a lot of fans would love for you to be on
4: there because people would to announce shows. You start off that way and then ease your way into the, you know, the jokes.
0: Well, let me uh, let me put this out. I'm going to start whispering what i'm doing in the moment at all times. <laughs> and if people want to start following me,
1: and that's cool. Like literally following me. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally right.
0: following me. Right now I'm at Chris Hardwick's house.
1: Maria has 5,000 followers.
0: Hello! <laughs> <laughs> and I proud of
1: people right.
3: at all times.
0: That would actually be comforting. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like uh, those
3: Verizon commercials where they're all Exactly. Busy. Chris,
0: can you make this happen? A comedy bus. Where every night, where there's a show, like people kind of network to to do share ride share and go to comedy shows together, like comedians. Where it's like, oh, you have a set at Big Fish and that other shitty place. Let's uh, let's uh, get together. Comedy we, carpool. Yeah, carpool. comedy carpool. I like I that
1: yeah. idea. That's, that's so we're taking the audience around or taking the comics no, around? No, no, just the comics. Oh, I thought you were talking about a bus service. Oh, okay, here's no, no, where no, no, I no, went no. with that. No. Alright, it's a transportation service <laughs> where you put a comic on it and he entertains people who are being picked up from bars so they don't have to drive home. No,
0: Whoa. no. This oh, wow. is for comics by comics. Uh f C
4: Yeah, but then yeah. you gotta hang out with comics. F-book. <laughs>
1: F-book. <laughs> F-book. But you are Maria, you do have MariaBamford.com, right? Yeah,
0: and you can download a, a free one hour comedy special that I made for last Christmas, shot by uh, Neil Mahoney, uh, which features my two Pugs with No uh, Laugh track, which has like an hour of, of relatively uh, not all new material stuff, stuff but if people just want to visualize things, that's for free. You can shred it, put it on a thing, dice it, whatever you need to do. Uh, it's free, it's yours. And um that's that's what I'm selling.
1: That's great. And then and then what we're I'm I'm kind of launching a website and the whole purpose of it is this thing called nerd sourcing where we crowdsource with nerds. <gasps> and so if you have a project like you want to shoot this thing, yes. My hope is that we can get a bunch of fun creative nerds together that will come help get it done for you. And then you get your thing out of it, and they get to work with you, and they get to put on their resume, like, oh, I made this thing with Maria Bamford, and everyone gets everyone okay, gets something out of it. that's
0: great, but no, no, and then the only worry is, like, I just go, you know, sometimes people are frightening. You know, like, even though they're nice, they can be, you know, I don't know, have you ever...
1: We don't shoot it at your house. Oh, God!
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I always think, I always think, well, it's got to be my house. No, no, we'll
1: shoot it at a location. Like okay, We'll, really? yeah, we'll take you to it at the location. Like, okay. we won't... Yeah, we're not gonna sure. blindfold everyone on the way there. That's Would right. You your house, eh? We're giving well, the your We're giving the truth We'll hold up that, we'll that Men in Black thing and be like, yeah. "This was a weather balloon," <laughs> and then uh, everyone will think that it was just a weather balloon.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. I mean, not that I'm uh, generally afraid of people. I've just had a couple of weird experiences now. Well, it's hard, I think I, I
1: definitely, I definitely think it's 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 harder if you're a, if you're a lady comic and yeah. you can kind of get some aggressive dudes yeah. who are like, "I want to make you my bride." Yeah, I
0: saw you. 1992 and I've been thinking about this! <laughs> I just want
1: some of your time!
0: <laughs> I've had a
1: boner for 15 years! <laughs> it's embarrassing.
2: Well, uh,
0: and I don't even know, I mean, yeah, just, I think... I don't, and I, it's weird because I think I would never do that. Like, I, I would never go, oh, I saw that guy, you know, he's playing concert violin on TV. <laughs>
2: and I just
0: like the looks of him, the shape and the width.
2: And I just, <laughs> I
0: just feel like we might have something in common. I just want to just have an ear for just a couple of minutes of his time. Like I, I would never do that, you know. If I meet people.
1: him, I know we're going to be BFFs.
0: Yeah, I think I would never do. I mean, have you ever done that? Have you ever met somebody who would go? Oh, I saw them in some public situation, and now I'm going to go ask them for something, or no, I don't.
3: I
4: don't, don't, think, think,
3: I've I've that.
0: That. I don't think I've done Katt, that. William
3: Cat, the greatest American hero. <laughs> I did
0: ask Emil Phillips for advice when I was 21, and he said, uh, "You just keep doing it." And then you keep doing it, and pretty soon a lot of people have seen you, and then more people have seen you, and then pretty soon a whole bunch of people have seen you. Right. <laughs> and it's actually You, you know what, actually,
4: uh, the, like, uh, right before I started doing comedy, I was at the improv, I saw Brian Posehn do a set, and like I said, hey, I just want to say like, I'm a really big fan, I think you're a great stand-up, yeah, yeah, and I'm really big nice. fan of Mr. Show. And then he talked to me for 45 minutes, giving me advice, because like, he's like, do you think about going into stand-up? Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know so who's in my guest. house. This is our did first you, you surprise guest.
4: No. Did you bring all your friends? I would have, uh...
1: I'm, yeah. be uh, my friends. Like, I'm recording a show.
3: Yeah. Um... This is an awkward moment. Let's cover it by saying how awkward it is.
1: Oh, it's okay.
0: It's okay. It's... Just, not just be. Here. Well, just be I'm not okay. Just be. Do we sing something?
4: To calm ourselves, to ourselves do we? down? Do we... Crash <laughs> into me? And, <laughs> and a one. And a two. And <laughs> a three. And i never heard the song, <laughs> really, to know it. Uh... Here, I'll just play it for everybody.
0: I know that Whitney Houston song, um... Can't clear
3: that, man. What? No, it's fine. Dave and I have a long-standing agreement where I just give him lots of money. (laughs) Uh, I wonder if I have that. I have five versions, six versions of it on my phone. You have
0: six versions of of Crash Into Me?
3: So, let's go... Acoustic. Acoustic? Acoustic I have, sure.
0: I love it. I I do. I love Dave Matthews' band. He's very kindly.
4: Oh, they can hear it. I
0: hope. I hope. We
3: speak of Wait, well, speak This is the first time we played it. So now we applied for it. Wait, why? What's Are it? we going to be able to What's have this on our show? We're not advertising. <laughs> uh,
1: I was totally just rude to my new neighbor. Oh. He's a young looking guy and I open the door and I'm like, whatever this is, I'm recording a thing so I don't have any time. Because we get a lot of solicitations. Like sure. People show up and they're like, you want magazine subscriptions? And I'm like, No. And then they make you feel like you don't want to help their youth group. Yes. Yeah. And then you always hear like, oh, it's a scam. Don't give it to them because they have to give that money to someone else who's like their don, and he takes all the shit from them, and then they I... punches them in the throat. So I was totally, I totally was just sh- super short to the guy, and then he was like, oh, I just moved it next door, and then of course I, and then that's when I got on a large penny farthing bike to backpedal. <laughs> oh, <that's
3: laughs> turned so out to be a very sweet guy. Oh, no, that's uh, good. What did do into me while you were gone? Did yeah. you really? Well. Kind
1: of. What? I've never left the podcast unattended before. How did it go for these it, two minutes? It, was, Not it horrible. It was just it went high. Chris. We need you. Yeah, it turns right. out we need you. Goodness, pot that's what I need never to hear. <laughs> that's what I need to hear. That's what my alpha male needs to hear.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he uh. This is my new... You no, know, this is just a open mic show I want to do in my neighborhood. Anybody interested? Do you know... Because I've tried to ask like a bunch of places, will they let me do an open mic in my neighborhood? And I cannot... I was going to do the bowling alley. I'm hoping that I'm going to go there. Oh, next. yeah, because
4: they got that stage at All-Star Lanes. Oh. You saw Ben Folds there. I saw Ben Folds there when I first moved to uh, L.A. Uh, I saw him perform, and then uh, Weird Al came up on stage and sang a Ben Folds 5 song with him. One oh of the best gosh. moments of my life. That is a delightful um, moment. A uh, song for The Dumped. <sighs> Yeah, it was great. Um, but like, that's a, that's a cool place. Is it uh, cool? Okay,
0: maybe I'll do that. Okay, uh, but then there's also one
4: uh down New York, towards more towards uh, Garbanzo. And
0: I thought because they had such a high ceiling, like it might not be so good. Like it seems.
1: That's a good true. Benford, Benford, I have a little experience with bowling centers. Uh, it's gonna be very loud.
0: Okay. No, but it's, a, it's a bar move. off to a the bar side. It's a bar off the side. It's like of the, it. It has
4: a wall, you have to walk through a door to get into it. I'm listening. It. I'm listening. And an open
0: bar so people can have nice beverages. Beverages.
4: the Is it still a Chinese restaurant attached to it or do they change that oh, again? I
0: don't know. I haven't been there. But I got turned down by a couple places. I'm like, what? You don't want live comedy?
4: <laughs> what else did you try? The coffee table lounge?
0: I tried. Oh, I did not try the coffee table.
4: I don't much. think it's set up right. for well. I
0: tried a coffee, a couple of coffee shops. Yeah. Uh,
4: All Star was, All Star Lanes is going to be good. I think okay. that that'll be good. It's okay. a great it's a great bowling alley too.
0: And then in between comics, we have a sing along of popular tunes. Like I'll hand off lyrics to some of our popular, you know, some slow dance. Like
4: lollipop. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then people do a sing along. Because
0: Jackie Caution likes sing along, and I was trying to think of a way I could get her to co host it. That's yeah, cool. that'd be great. Yeah.
1: Maria Bamford's Sing Alone Comedy Hour. Yeah,
0: that's what I was thinking. That's
1: actually, that sounds like a blast. Okay. Uh, All Star that. Lanes is also the name of my dad's bowling center in Memphis, Oh, Tennessee. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's information that's useful to know. When do we get your dad on the podcast? When Ooh. do we go to bowling alley? My dad, <laughs> we'd have to go to Florida. Oh, okay.
3: A- but you can't see
1: telephone. No, I like I, you know to tell like stuff over the telephone is weird. Yeah. No, no, I'm into this. Everyone tries to talk at once, and you can't see their face, so you don't know when they're going to start, and then there's it's just a big clusterfuck. Yeah. So I can and I already idea. get I already get accused of interrupting people enough as it is. Ah, like for instance, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Bamford, it has been wonderful having Thank you so on. I'm yes. so glad. I'm sorry it didn't happen sooner. No,
0: no, uh,
1: cheers.
2: <laughs> cheers.
0: Hugs for
1: everyone. Hugs for
0: everyone.